I was lying in bed. I was a seminarian, and I wasn't sleepy. I was just lying there. And all of a sudden, this ugly spiritual force attacked me, and I, it never happened before. But he knew exactly what it was. I mean, by the grace of God, it, it Satan's minions were attacking me. And it was powerful and lightning fast. And I knew that within seconds I'd be overcome. So I, I lunged out of my bed and grabbed my rosary beads. And the minute I grabbed my rosary beads, it left. And that taught me But most of what I need to know as an exorcist. Satan is much more powerful than me, moves at the speed of thought. The angels move at the speed of thought. But uh, compared to Our Lady, they're nothing. I mean, hide behind Our Lady and Jesus, and you're protected. Monsignor Stephen Rossetti was a seminarian back in the early 80s when he had that first memorable encounter with demons. Today, Rossetti encounters demons, and even sometimes Lucifer himself, on a regular basis as an exorcist for the Archdiocese of Washington, D.C. An exorcism is a very ugly event. I mean, uh, this is not glamorous by any means. The person is suffering this torment. It's terrible. And when we go into it, it's an ugly, it's an ugly process. Now, God graces us and protects us, and so it ultimately it's a grace. But uh, don't make any uh, false assumptions. This is a very ugly thing. This week on the podcast, Monsignor Rossetti shares some stories and lessons from his nearly two decades of experience as an exorcist. He'll also share some of the ways we can avoid entanglement with demons in our own lives. You're listening to CNA Newsroom, the podcast that brings you the people behind the headlines. I'm your host, Jonah McKeown. Monsignor Rossetti was the chief exorcist for the Archdiocese of Washington for about a dozen years. Today, he's one of a team of three exorcists working for the Archdiocese. He's also a research associate professor at the Catholic University of America in Washington. He leads the Washington-based St. Michael Center for Spiritual Renewal, and he's a licensed psychologist. It was actually Rossetti's background in psychology that first got him connected with the exorcism ministry in his archdiocese. He said his bishop at the time asked him to review a case as a licensed psychologist. So I did the the initial psych uh, workup, and uh, it did not look like a psychological problem. I told the bishop, what you need, I think, really, in this case, is an exorcist. This is not something for psychotherapy. And so he asked uh, three priests to do it, and they all said no. So I'm sitting down with the bishop. The bishop, and we said, what are you going to do? I said, well, yeah, what the heck? I said, give it to me. How hard can it be? So uh, it's kind of dumb. Before we get too deep into Rossetti's story, it might be good to talk a little bit about what exactly an exorcism is and the role of exorcisms in the life of the church. You've probably seen many movies featuring exorcisms, but here's CNA Newsroom's executive producer, Kate Oliveira, to bring you the truth. Exorcism is a form of prayer used to liberate a person from the influence of demons. A person can experience a range of demonic influence, with possession being the most intensive. The practice of exorcism is rooted in the ministry of Jesus Christ. You can find several examples in scripture of Jesus casting out demons, and Jesus passed his authority over demons to his apostles. Exorcism is a sacramental, not a sacrament but it is included in preparation for some sacraments, including the sacrament of baptism. 
The Catholic Church has an official rite of exorcism that's available in Latin, English, and several other languages. The rite of exorcism is at the heart of an exorcist's work with a client, though exorcists may also incorporate other sacramentals and deliverance prayers. A typical exorcism session lasts about one to two hours. During an exorcism, appointed exorcists will sometimes address demons directly, but most times they will ask God to cast demons out. Only a priest may perform a solemn exorcism, with the express permission of his bishop. The principal remedies against possession, which any Christian can use, include sacramental confession, Holy Communion, fasting, and prayer. It's a challenging ministry, but a great ministry. And it's a busy one. Rossetti and his team have a very active caseload. He said they receive new calls every week and have dozens of ongoing cases. Potential clients fill out an intake form, providing as much background information as they can. Rossetti and his team then read over the form and discuss it. Sometimes clients will undergo a psychological evaluation right off the bat, but Rossetti said more often they discuss psychological issues with potential clients during their first session. It's not uncommon that I'll just simply say to the person, you know, this is not this is not a demonic problem. You really should see a therapist or a psychiatrist. Rossetti and his team actually recommend psychological counseling for all their clients, even those experiencing spiritual warfare. We find that healing on both levels is the best and the, the deepest healing and the most long-lasting. Rossetti and his team typically meet with a client over several sessions. Now, you remember that famous case with the, the movie The Exorcist. Uh, it was actually based on a real case of a 12-year-old who was using a Ouija board for months. Uh, he was possessed, and it took the team, you know, months. Uh, so if someone's fully possessed, will take many months and sometimes, you know, years. If someone has a lesser problem, we call uh, maybe oppression, then that could be dealt with much more quickly. So it depends on how uh, deep and uh, extensive the demonic infestation is. But when it, they're liberated, you know, stay in touch with them. We have what's known as an aftercare program. So we want to make sure they stay on the straight and narrow, they continue to live a holy life, so they don't fall back into perhaps some old bad patterns. All Catholics, and arguably all humans, experience Satan's temptations to some degree or another. But Monsignor Rossetti said the majority of Catholics will go their entire lives without suffering the extraordinary actions of Satan, like possession. But I would not underestimate the percentage of people who are oppressed in some way. They might be fully possessed, but they've got some extraordinary demonic activity in their lives, which, is, which are strongly affecting them, which they, they may or not realize. And it's becoming more common today as people fall away from the faith and start practicing occult behaviors. Rossetti has had several clients complain about a voice in their head hounding them. You're a terrible person. God doesn't care about you. You're going to go to hell, and there's no hope for you. And it, it seems like it's more than just a normal kind of neurotic thinking, you know. And so when I've talked to some of these people. We go through it, and I say, well, you know, you need some psychological healing there, some, some poor self-esteem issues. But, you know, the way you described it, and you've got some occult stuff in your background, Let's pray a few times and see what happens. And sometimes you pray with them maybe four or five, six, seven, eight times, uh, and it, uh, it uh, gets a lot better. He said many people harbor demons and don't even realize it. Maybe they don't know that their family history includes some occult behavior, which provided an opening for demons at some point in the past. 
But Rossetti said the demons make themselves known once a person makes changes in their lives that bring them closer to God, like conversion. Then the person converts, and all of a sudden, then the fight starts. The demons say, no, no, you belong to us. And then the, then the fight begins. After the break, more from Monsignor Rossetti about his experiences as an exorcist and how we can avoid entanglements with demons. Stay with us. I'm Kevin Jones, a longtime journalist with Catholic News Agency. If you enjoy hearing about the big stories or about the unknown people who played a role in them, you should subscribe to CNA Newsroom. Subscribing is easy and free on any podcast app. Just open whatever podcast app on your phone, type CNA Newsroom into the search bar, and hit the subscribe button. If you don't have a podcast app on your phone already, you can use Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, or just about any podcast app available on your app store. And if you like listening to CNA Newsroom, leave us a rating and a review. Those help other potential listeners find our show. And now, back to the episode. We just can't deal with all the people coming to us. I mean, when the, the number of people, young people, practicing witchcraft, for example, it's astounding and very spiritually dangerous. Monsignor Rossetti said exorcists across the United States are absolutely overwhelmed with cases. But they say, what's wrong with that? They say, I'm a good witch. Or what's wrong with the Ouija boards? Or what's wrong with seances or, or tarot cards? I'll tell you what's wrong with it. You're not invoking God's uh, uh, authority or power. You're invoking some sort of vague spiritual thing, and there's only one other force that's going to answer, and that's Satan. People don't realize uh, what they're getting into today, so we're, we're uh, overwhelmed, but we can't deal with it all. Many times, people will fall into occult practices for seemingly innocent reasons, like wanting to reconnect with loved ones who have passed. Rossetti said it is harmless, and even good, to pray for and think about loved ones who have died. But things turn dangerous once a person veers into divination or trying to summon the dead. I'll give you a case. woman comes to us. She loved her grandmother, and your grandmother died. So she felt very bad about this, so she decided to contact her dead grandmother. So she took a pen and put it in her left hand. She's normally right-handed. And so she, she starts uh, doing this divination thing. She starts this automatic writing. And for months, she got these beautiful letters from her supposed dead grandmother. And then about month six, they went south. They got really ugly. And then she realized that entire time she was not talking to her grandmother. She was talking to a demon. Rossetti has encountered an enormous number of demons in his years as an exorcist. By the way, that story he told at the beginning of the episode, that was his first encounter with demons, and he says he learned a lot from it. At the time, he was just a seminarian struggling to fall asleep. But in that moment, Rossetti said he learned three important lessons, which he applies to his work even today. Satan is much more powerful than we are, and he moves at the speed of thought. But he can't compare it to the powerful protection of Jesus and the Blessed Virgin Mary. In some of his cases, Rossetti exercises minor demons from a client. 
In other cases, he finds himself face to face with more powerful demons, and sometimes even Lucifer himself. Theologians tell us that angels are uh, in a hierarchy. You know, more powerful angels or less so. Talk about the nine choirs of angels that St. Thomas uh, spoke about. And the demons, when they fell uh, from heaven, they kept their hierarchy. So Lucifer or Satan would be at the top, uh, and and his lieutenants would be very powerful demons, all the way down to uh, more minor demons. So the the higher the ranking of the demons, uh, the more difficult it is and the more ugly the case gets. During one particularly challenging case, Rossetti consulted a more experienced exorcist. The other exorcist warned Rossetti to stay spiritually strong because the demons were searching for some weakness in him to capitalize on. Rossetti and his team maintain robust prayer lives to offer support for their exorcism ministry. We do two to three holy hours a day. Uh, we uh, go to confession every week, and we're very careful to live a very uh, best, as best we can to live a holy life because demons will exploit any human weaknesses, and, and sadly, a few exorcists have fallen by the wayside in their vocation because of that. Rossetti also keeps a rosary on him, always. I have a rosary on me 24-7. The only time it's not in my hand or my pockets when I'm in the shower. You know, Our Lady is our, our great protectress, and she has been just a wonderful presence in our ministry. So we don't go anywhere without uh, a connection to Our Lady. Monsignor Rossetti published a book in June detailing his experiences as an exorcist. It's called Diary of an American Exorcist. Rossetti has kept a blog by the same name for many years now, and the book is a compilation of those blog entries. It's really my daily reflections on what actually happens, which I think is why people are so interested in it, because most of the books on exorcism are somewhat uh, broad and theological. This gets down to the day-to-day experiences. He was originally interested in writing the book for other exorcists to help train them and show them what to expect. But he said he's been surprised by how interested lay people have been in the book. The lady have been very interested in the books are flying off the shelves. It's an Amazon bestseller, which kind of surprised me. I'll give you three easy steps to getting possessed. I don't suggest you take them. Step one, stop practicing the faith. As Ephesians 6 says to us, put on the armor of God, the armor of Christ, to protect you from the wiles of the devil. So the faith protects us. So go to church, go to confession. A confession is a powerful exorcistic. Stop practicing faith. And number two, start committing serious sins. We know what they are. That creates a vulnerability for Satan to enter. And then three, give Satan an express ticket. Start practicing magic. I don't care if you even think it's good magic. It's not good magic. It's all uh, comes under the, the Satan's power. So magic, Ouija boards, occult practices, uh, new age spiritualities, all those things. Uh, whether you know it or not, you're inviting in the demonic. So when you do those things, sooner or later, you know, you're going to find you got a problem. You can learn more about Monsignor Rossetti's work by visiting catholicexorcism.com or by downloading the Catholic Exorcism app. Rossetti's latest book, Diary of an American Exorcist, is available at all major bookstores. CNA Newsroom is a production of Catholic News Agency, a service of EWTN News. I'm your host, Jonah McKeown. I produce and edit this show with the help of our executive producer, Kate Oliveira. A very special thanks to Monsignor Rossetti for taking the time to talk with us. 
We hope you have a safe Halloween and a blessed All Souls Day and All Saints Day. See you next time.